Love the kids all the time, no matter what. I say that in every episode, or I try to say that in every episode, but what does it actually look like? This week, I've got it on my heart to share a little bit more detail about what it looks like to love the kids all the time, no matter what, and when it gets difficult sometimes. How do we love through that, through those times, and and what maybe slips under the radar? What are some ways that we can not be showing love and not realize it? Welcome to Maximize Youth Ministry, the podcast that exists to help you gain skill and confidence in youth ministry. My name is Michael Collins, and we're going to jump right into it. So this episode is going to be a little bit different, probably, than others. I don't have a list of tips uh, or tricks or straightforward 10 steps to this advice, um, but this is what I God's put on my heart to share, to talk about this week. So I hope it's encouraging uh, at the very least and motivating to go out and pour love on out onto the kids that are in your youth ministry that maybe can be hard to love sometimes. On episode 17, we talked about recruiting and keeping volunteers. And in that episode, I believe I said that the one thing you need from a youth ministry volunteer is just somebody who can love the kids all the time, no matter what, uh, more than anything else. I mean, there are other skills that are helpful but that's the one thing, and that's true. That is the one thing that you need to have to be able to do youth ministry, is ability to love the kids when they're getting on your nerves, love them when they're disrespectful, when they're not listening, when they don't care about anything that you're trying to teach them, to just continue to pour love. And it's so important because youth ministry is relational. It's a relationship-based ministry. Um, These kids are not they don't want to feel like they're in school. They're not coming to your ministry because they want to sit down and learn facts about scripture. They're coming to your ministry for relationships, relationship with you, relationship with each other and the fun that they have as a part of that relationship. And it's through that, those relationships, especially the relationship that they have with you, that they are going to come to know Christ and to know more about him and experience more of his love. And, us, our ability to love the kids is what grows those relationships. That's where they come from. You know, we'll have kids come into our ministry that don't like us. It happens. We did an episode on what to do when youth don't like you, uh, number 13. Um, And the answer primarily was love the kids no matter what, right? Um, We're going to have kids that are shy, and introverted kids that we don't connect with, that we don't understand. Uh, But none of those things, whether or not they like us, whether or not we get them, whether or not they are extroverted enough to come and talk to us, none of those things should hinder our ability to love them. And this is the easiest trap to fall into, is when we have a kid or a couple kids that we just don't naturally connect with, Um, that maybe sit on the sidelines a little bit more. If you're really into sports, you can easily jump in and play football with the kids in your, in your youth ministry. But if there's a couple that don't like football, maybe it's harder for you to connect with them. We can easily start to just focus on the kids that we naturally connect with, that we form easy relationships, easy friendships with, uh, and let other kids go kind of 
unnoticed or fall by the wayside and just tell ourselves, well, if they wanted to, to participate or to get to know me more than, or you have, you know, more of a relationship than they would, they would come over and, and talk and hang out, but it's not on them. It's not their job to form the relationship with you. It's your job to love them and to form the relationship with them and try to minister to them through that. So we can't just do the activities and the things that are fun first and forget about the rest or the kids that aren't participating in those activities. We have to try our best to make sure that we're distributing our attention and our energy evenly among the kids, um, even the kids that we are having trouble getting along with. And it can be difficult, especially if it's not just that the kids don't really connect with you very easily, but if they actively dislike you or they're actively being disrespectful, it can be hard. But thankfully, we're not relying on our own strength. Remember, if you haven't listened to episode one, I talk about the first priority is our relationship with God. That's where our energy, that's where our strength, that's where the love comes from. It's not just trying to come bring up these feelings of love from nowhere. Love is an active choice. It's an action that we choose to take. And the source of that is our own relationship with God. It's Him. It's Christ. And that's why we have to make our first priority, like we talked about in the first episode, our own relationship with God, and then let Him love through us, or let us be filled up with so much love from God that it just pours out onto the kids around us. When we talked about burnout, in episode four, I was trying to get that point across then as well, that we're not relying on our own strength, we're relying on God. If we're feeling exhausted, it can be a good thing because then we're forced to stop trying to do it ourselves and start trusting in him and using his strength. And I'm not just trying to reiterate the main points from all the past episodes. If I can sum up what it looks like to love the kids all the time as an action, not just the emotion of love, I think it would be that every decision that you make needs to be for their benefit and not for our own. And sometimes that's easier said than done, or sometimes it's hard to know exactly which decision is going to bring the most benefit to the kids. And I'm not saying that you need to be 100% correct in always making the right choice, but the heart behind the decision that you make needs to be one of love for the kids, of trying to put them before yourself. So, I try to get this point, especially uh, clearly across in the Tough Case 101 online course available at MaximizeYouthMinistry.com, hint, hint. Um, but when I talk about discipline, when we're, trying to, when we're disciplining the kids, it's an incredible opportunity to show them that we are still on their side, that we still love them. If we're ever disciplining them because we're angry or trying to get back at them or we're upset, uh, then we've completely lost focus here and we need to pass this situation off to somebody else to handle because we're losing it a little bit um even when we're disciplining the kids it's for their sake it's not for us it's so that they can get the most out of our ministry and grow closer to god they're not going to be able to do that if they're not able to follow the instructions or the rules 
or participate in the activities correctly or get along with their peers, and that's why we need to have discipline. One of the reasons we need to have discipline. But even then, even in the moments when they might think that we're just doing this because we don't like them or that we're angry with them or whatever, as much as we can, we need to try and make it clear that that's not what's happening, we still are going to do what we believe is best for them, not what we feel like doing or what we want to do. We're always going to decide to do whatever will serve them the most because that's our job and that's the love. Our pride will tell us to try to focus on ourselves that we deserve a break, we deserve this or that. We deserve to just be able to take a break and let, make the kids go into the other room by the, and play a game by themselves while we sit and drink coffee. Um, but the kid, that might not be what's best for the kids. Um, they need to have a leader. They need to have somebody to look up to. You going in there and playing a game with them, even when you don't feel like it, that's love even if nobody realizes it except for you. And that's the other thing that is kind of hard sometimes is you might be making sacrificial love, show, you might be showing sacrificial love every single day and it might be really difficult and nobody notices because it often goes unnoticed. People don't realize you know, that you're choosing to do things not because you want to do them, but because it's best for the kids and like going in there and playing a game or disciplining, um, decorating the youth room or the cabin or whatever it is, you know, um, we do these things cause we want to serve the kids. Servant leadership. That's what it's about. That's love. That's how we make a difference. So if you're feeling like you don't know what to do, if you're feeling like, a little bit of imposter syndrome or lost or like you just can't get through to your youth or any other issue related to your ministry, the best thing you can do is to love the kids all the time, no matter what. Just keep doing that. Keep focusing on God, pursuing Him first as the first priority and letting His love pour through you onto these youth. And that's the best thing you can do for them. Nothing else matters compared to that. I want to end this episode with a chapter that you've read and heard before, I'm sure, but it's always good to hear it again. 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge... And if I have all faith, so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. 
When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, but the greatest of these is love. I hope you enjoyed that episode. At the time of recording this, we have five reviews on Apple Podcasts and four on Spotify. I would love it if you could go and increase that number by one. It'd mean a lot to me and let me know that you are out there, you're listening, and you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening.